What it do, what it do. It's Daniel Mize here, biggest smile in the world. When I tell the truth for me to you. <sighs> it's been so long since I said that same on the podcast. My brothers and sisters out here, how y'all been? It's been a very, very long time. Lots of stuff has been happening in my life. A lot of like just... Oh man, the Lord, Lord have mercy on my soul because I have just been feeling every single bit of feelings in this world. <laughs> First of all, guys, um, I want to say my last podcast got uh, a significant amount of plays on it. So again, thank you for even still going to listen to it. If y'all still come to my podcast now, thank you for coming back now. Um, it's just been a while, and I'm, I'm got back on this podcast because one, um, I have been feeling a lot better um, recently. Just about like really just uh, the development that I'm going through that God has had me going through in this amount of time that I felt like everything has been at a halt in my life. Um, but it, it, in other in other ways, my life hasn't been at a halt. I just haven't seen the things God has blessed me with. Rather than seeing the things in the past that I thought that was the only thing I was doing good if I was still doing that. As in constantly being busy. As in having a tremendous amount of things to, to worry about. When in reality, if I don't have so much to worry about, or when I do, but my blessings are outweighing my worries, why am I even letting my worries be a, anything to be considered in my head? So I know that was a lot to just say right there, but oh, that's what I've been feeling. Like, why have I been doing that? But also, guys, I have just been also, again, I'm in a relationship and that's been going swell. That's been going really good. Getting used to that, getting used to dating a girl again and having it in my life and me and and realizing the blessings that it gives to me and how much support can come from one person I'm not used to. Because, guys, I'm used to being by myself and doing my own thing. But in reality, it's good because like like Adam and Eve, God gave Eve to Adam to for him to share his life with. And I've gotten into this habit of sharing my life with somebody and it's really swell. Not used to it, but I can definitely be used to it. <laughs> this morning's podcast is actually about something maybe just of the opposite. And, and, and that's just something that more deals with the man. And I say that because a lot has been going on with me that this quote from Theodore Roosevelt has really been hitting me. And I believe it's from Theodore Roosevelt. It says, and I'm going to say this quote and really hear, I'm going to say it twice, so really hear it. It's easier to build a young boy than to repair a broken man. I'm going to say that again. It's easier to build a young boy than to repair a broken man. Guys, that saying, it, it, it resonates with me every single time I say it. And I, and I take it in so many different ways, but I want to explain to y'all how I take this saying because it's really been a huge value to me in my life. I've used it as a reflection to help me get through some things because I've noticed I definitely became a broken man. And, and, and in other words, and, and, and you know, in, in, in other ways, everyone's broken in some way. But this saying hits me hard because some don't go through as many trials or their trials are not as much as others to where they're still able to be in, at an understanding of how they're going to go throughout their purpose in life. But other men who have been through toxic relationships or just been through countless trials and tribulations have to have to understand who they are, but they don't because they are so they are so broken. 
I have been through countless um, relationships that I should not have been, toxic relationships, um, friendships I shouldn't have been a part of. And I'm taking in so much because I care about so many people. I care about so many people that the repair that has to be done to me, I don't know where to start. But also, it's not about an I thing. It's about the brother upstairs thing, about how he has to take control, about how he has to take the start to repair me because I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. One of the biggest things that someone, that people say all the time that kind of hits me that I don't like to hear, but it's like because they think that's, that's the way to go, but it's not. It's like they say, oh, I'd rather trust in myself than trust in anybody else. Um, mm, I'm sorry, that's not me. Because I cannot trust in myself knowingly knowing that I make one of the worst decisions there can be. I might know myself better than someone else, or I think that I do, but that does not mean my decision should be a thing that would outweigh somebody else's or even outweigh God. Yet, you are going to go back to a toxic ex. You are going to stay with friends you shouldn't stay with. You are going to keep doing drugs that you don't want to do. You're going to have bad habits that you don't know how to stop. There are so many things that you yourself cannot do. So counting on yourself will be the number one mistake. And to even get to a point where I want to repair myself, I cannot count on myself. I know for a fact that brother upstairs has to give me the strength. He will give me grace before all. All the things that I have done, he will be the one to truly take away everything that I have been through so he can put it in, in a new, so I can become new. I can't do that. Yes, I know you, you don't want to trust other people because they might have things to get at you or, 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 or to take advantage of you. I understand those things. I really do. But when it comes down to it, there are so many things to where yourself cannot be the decision maker of. Because if you keep trying to say, I will do it, or I can stand to myself, i rather be on my own because um, some people I just can't do, I, you're being, you're the one person being in the way of God. Not nobody else. Not your friends, not your family, you. You repeat the word I so much that your pride has now become a huge substance that is in front of you and God. Your pride is the biggest thing that's taking you from what you need to do. And I am the biggest one to talk. I have been the worst at it. My pride is so big that it's sad. My pride is so big that sometimes I think, dang, Daniel, where in the world? How did you get this far? Because you should not have been this far. But my pride has taken me so far that in ways that I am so high above myself that I feel like I didn't even give give God a chance to come talk to me. I was too busy thinking I knew everything. When in reality, I don't have all the wisdom. When my brother upstairs do, and then once I think I know everything, I lose the that I should have for myself because I think, oh, I don't deserve that, so let me stop. Or I don't want to be in that, so let me stop. Or that's not of me. I'm I'm not good enough, so let me stop. Your pride will be in front of everything. There's so many different attachments that go into trying to repair yourself that if you think that you can keep doing it, it won't be the solution. I can stretch how much of importance that is to me. And you don't have to agree with me. That is perfectly fine. But if you were to stop saying I so much, maybe you can get out of the way from actually repairing yourself. Maybe you can get out of the way to actually start taking some part to build yourself better. 
Because God will actually help you indulge in the feelings that you are afraid to get into because you saying I will be the fear that you have to get so far deep into yourself that you don't want to even think about the pain that you've been through. You want to say, ah, I'm not going to worry about it. I'll be straight. Okay, you be straight 20 years into the future when you think you got kids and you thought you was over that pain. It's going to come up and it's going to resurface. You think I'm like, why am I bawling? I'm crying over something small. Well, it's not that. It's something that you threw under the carpet years ago because you were too busy saying I because you wouldn't let God get the one to be to take away all that pain. I don't want to have any resentment. That's where I will say I yet. Therefore, if I know that the resentment I don't want to even be a part of, I'd rather let God have me because I know I won't regret anything he does for me because he's just. And anything in the end that he does for me will be right. Anything the end he does for me will be better for the betterment of me rather than the, the disappointment that I will feel. I won't feel disappointed. I might be like, dang, I thought that was going to happen, but I'm going to feel 10 times better because something of a, more of a blessing came into my life or happened for me. I can't be the one to repair myself if I was such a young boy. And, I, and also, now I'm going to take you into the second part of my saying, which is really short and quick before I end this podcast. It's easier to build a young boy than to repair a broken man. I don't think it's easier to build a young boy. You might have a better opportunity in that person's head. They think to build a young boy. But opportunities start wherever you are at in life to build yourself into a great man. My mindset dealing with emotions can be a young boy at the age of 30 something because I chose to never indulge in it and I can repair that or build that into a great man. My 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 mentality state about some things might be at a young boy um, mentality because the fact that I've chosen never to really indulge in that so I can build that into a great man. When you say it's easy to build a young boy, I don't attach that with age. Because I think when you become a man, you become a man at any point in your life when you choose to become at a betterment for yourself. And that's when I know for a fact, God, I know he is repairing me because he's wanting to build me into a great man. Therefore, the repair will always be there. In God's eyes, I'm always young because 100 years in his eyes could be a day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it just. <sighs> and I pray that God has my soul intact in his hands because I always want him to build me to be a, a better man. What to do, what to do. Daniel Myers here, biggest smile in the world when I tell the truth for me to you. Bow your heads. Let me pray for y'all. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for the blessings you have gave me, for the family you have gave me, for the friends you still have in my life, for the girlfriend that I have, for all the opportunities you have set up for me to walk into God. I ask that you just watch over me. I ask that you provide grace over me so I can always go and pin to you, God. I ask that you just watch over me continuously because I know that if I stay in your word, if I stay in your presence, and because you're omnipresent, you're omnipresent, that you're everywhere. I will always be okay. I watch over all the people who are listening to my podcast right now because I know some of them are going through times where they feel like their life is out of holes. Well, just like me. So I ask that you let them hold on steady to you, Lord, because I am doing the same and I'm trying my best. But I, I know the more I do, the better I'll be at succeeding with you. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God and amen. I'll catch y'all later, guys. <laughs>